Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chat from a Hat. I'm your host, Josh Brown, along with my co-host, Caleb Luther. As Josh pulls a cookie out for the first two seconds no, of the show. No. <laughs> well, the reason why I pull a cookie out the first two seconds of the show, Caleb, is because we've already done this. We, d- I guess you could say we're doing it one more time. One more time. That's coming later. Yeah. But, yeah, we did record this Sunday, and... Again. This has happened only twice, but... But it's it's a defeater. It's too, it's too, it's too many. It's a defeater every time it's it happens. Too, too Whenever many. you record an entire episode, a ninety minute episode, I believe the last one was probably about ninety minutes. Yeah, also, it was, it was ninety minutes. It. it was ninety minutes. And uh, and then all the audio is just like defected. And I have up. never in my life wanted to throw a computer so hard in my life than I have those last two times. I had to bring them down, folks. You, you know what, Caleb? You know what the funny thing is? Is that we got started, and I do not even have my list up. Well. You know what? That's okay. We're gonna do it from memory. That's what we're gonna do. I got my list up. We're gonna we're gonna do it from memory. It's, cra- it's crazy because Sunday I was talking about whatever you asked me how it's going. It. When you was asking me how it was going at the beginning of the episode, I said it was kind of a bad week, and then and then that happened, <laughs> and then the audio. Yeah, yeah and then it just so it, I'm not it just gonna, became it just became a, I'm, an not absolute, gonna, I'm not going to talk about how the week went. was bad because it's try- a new week. It's a new week. It's a new week. New week. You Caleb. Know? Caleb. How's your Monday been and your Tuesday been? Uh, Since we're recording this on a Tuesday, how was your Tuesday? It's been okay. Fascinating. Kind of, I guess. Fascinating. Um, you know, we usually try to to, to, to uh, differentiate our uh, work from the podcast, but i got to talk about what I did yesterday. So I went to a memorial service for, it was a candlelight vigil, for victims of homicide. Uh-huh. And it was honestly one of the most, what's the word I'm looking for? It was very grounding, mm-hmm. um, just how short life can be with things. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, And how, how quickly life can just end like that yeah. for somebody. Um, it was the first time doing it. They had a really, really good turnout. They had a really, really good little candlelight visual, and I applaud them uh, in Williamson for doing that. Uh for people and just letting yeah. people be able to uh, remember their loved ones that have passed away from uh, violence. Uh, so now that I have brought now, the whole say, entire episode down, hey, wow, God, um, geez, thanks. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, <laughs> let's continue, uh, Caleb. So uh, your your week was fine. Your, your Monday, Tuesday, Monday been and fine. Tuesday. Was your fine. Monday and Tuesday been Last fine. Week was, was awful. Uh, but, like, and yeah, Sunday just yeah. topped it off. <laughs> <sighs> Caleb, what did what did we even catch up on on the last episode uh, the, on Sunday? I know we talked we just, about we talked about um, just, you know organically whatever. Uh, we talked about uh, the Adam Sandler episode, and some people did comment on the Adam Sandler episode. Which guess what? I'm going to read again because uh, I've already read it. And people commented on the Adam Sandler episode. We're trying to recreate. The yeah, episode. and so now we're going to read them. what they said was <laughs> Talise said the wedding singer, one of my favorite. Uh, rom-coms. Uh, Christy Adkins put, uh, I guess, her top ten, but she said she honestly loves them all. She put That's My Boy and Grown Ups and, uh, you know, Just Go With It and stuff like that in it, and I, I question. It, there were some um, bangers in there, There were some bangers in there, too. <laughs> Wedding Singer, for, uh, 51st Dates, uh, Billy yeah. Madison, Big Daddy, Longest Yard. Um Steph Leppard said that Billy Madison will be her all-time favorite, not just Adam Sandler movie, but movie in general. So her favorite movie, I assume, of all time, 
is Billy Madison. I don't know sure. how I feel about that. Billy um, Madison, Billy Goodfellas, Madison. I don't know. It's between the two. <laughs> <laughs> well, Caleb, you wanted to talk about um, the new Blink-182 songs. I guess we're trying to just not completely repeat, repeat what we did Sunday. Sure. Because Sunday sure. I brought up the new Mitski album, which is great. If you're a Mitski fan, check yeah. that out. It's great. But then I, I remember all Blink-Way 2 put out two songs last week, and we only expected one. Yeah. And then they dropped two. I was like, oh, man. Two yeah. Blink-Way so 2 songs. Two, we got two new Blink-182 songs. Caleb, I have some things to say. You know, Blink-Way 2 is uh, the band that got me into playing guitar. I was 13 years old. Loved them. Now, the stuff that got me into playing guitar, I don't like as much because it was mostly, it was kind of like primarily Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. In retrospect, I don't love that album. Yeah. I really yeah. like Untitled, Enema of the State. I think Dude Ranch is really good, and I think Neighborhoods is vastly underrated. I, I'll agree with and you. And Dogs Eating Dogs was good. The it was EP? really good. The EP? Yeah, yeah. So the, they put out these two new songs. Uh, you heard one of them for the first time ever, just like right before we Just recorded. right before we went You on heard the other one uh, when a few out. days ago. Yeah. So because I, I had heard, I had heard a lot of things about the other uh, song that you uh, that which, that I had heard. Which song you want to talk about first? Um, let's let's talk about the the other song first. Not not more than one you more know. Time. More than you know. Let's talk about that so first. Th- this was a surprise because I didn't expect another song, and I was mm-hmm. concerned because it had a piano intro. I was like, "Are mm-hmm. we doing this again? <laughs> Why not? Why not? Because we just we just kind of did it <laughs> with the song that they released, but." Uh, I think struct- structurally fairly ambitious. It's got a lot of uh, Stockholm syndrome yes. isnits yeah. to it. It's not as good. The, the problem is that uh, it, vo- vocals, vocal-wise, it's still maybe a little bit too overly processed. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of it sounds but like it's a leftover from neighborhoods to me, like, like neighborhoods and and, and dogs. It's, it's dog. not as good as the best songs from neighborhoods or dogs no. eating dog. But I applaud no. it after hating nine and hating California. And uh, and the edging that came out last year, I hate that song. Yeah, it's not good. That song sucks. It's not good. Uh, I hope that so, song is not on the record. So I, I think sure the, the song is fairly aggressive. It's exciting. Uh, I got some. I got a couple issues with it, but I, I do. I do think it's out of. Let's say. Look, let's say. Let's look at the other two songs that were released. This one may, gave me a little bit more hope for what the album might sound like. Yeah, yeah. A little bit more because edge, edging is terrible. Oh, I hate edging. It's so bad. Edging sucks. It's, I can't it's... believe anybody would like it. I don't. I, I think I'm, I was looking at Blink One Eighty Two is back. I was looking at the comment section for edging today, and like there was like hardly anything negative. I was like, oh come on, guys, they're millionaires. Yeah. Just dog them. <laughs> um, and then the other song, the uh, other song, one more time. Did you uh, like more than you know? Yeah, it was, yeah, it's all right. I thought it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. I think I had I had it in my top fifty Blink One Eighty Two songs at number fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's the best of the three. Um, I, watched, I would say it's the best of the three by a lot. I did not like one more time. Yeah, I don't like it either. Don't it, like and here's it. the thing: well intentioned, I understand like it. it. It's sincere, whatever. Yeah. But I also find it to be extremely pandering to, oh, yeah. to the fan base that are like, "Oh, just give us Tom, just give us all of them together." Then they're gonna, then they're in surface level, gonna talk about all the things that's happened to them. Tom, where are you? They're gonna. It, it discusses Mark's cancer, which thank God he. Oh yeah, he survived. That was that was a, that was a scary and everything. But the that's... way the way the way they approach it is very surface level. The way they approach Travis is. Plane, plane crashing, crash, very yeah. surface level. Uh, the way they talk about Tom being abducted by aliens, they don't talk about that. <laughs> but uh, it's it's all just very surface level. It does the same four chords the entire song. It is extremely overprocessed. Oh and yeah, Tom's vocals especially very. Tom's vocals don't very pitch correct. He doesn't sound like Tom. 
No. It sounds like an AI that's, version that's of why, Tom. That's why I was talking to you about how neighborhoods, people were like, this doesn't sound like Tom. His voice had changed. Yeah. And they didn't use... All, if they did use auto-tune and pitch correction on neighborhood, it was, it, was, it was done in a way that it's invisible. Mm-hmm. Whereas with edging, definitely edging. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that was all, whatever. Uh, what one more time? Yeah, and more than you know, to some extent, mm-hmm. you can hear it. Yeah, and I, I think the production, especially on more than you know, is like better than the stuff on like Nine in California. Mm-hmm. I loathe the way that those albums sound. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those the edging and and uh, one more time, if if that's all I had to go by, I would not be looking forward to this album at all. Yeah, because edging s- is stupid. And this other song is 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 boring, pandering, uh, generic. Some of the most generic songwriting I've heard in a while. Yeah. I feel like I feel it feels like a first first draft lyrically. Mm-hmm. But yet, people a lot of people love it. I'd say I'd say that we're me and you. I think they have the blind nostalgia you, glasses on. Me and you are in the minority. I didn't feel much emotion. Now I will say, did you you haven't seen the music video? No, the music video is good. Okay, and it's still pandering because it places them. In all their different eras of Blink-22, it places them like in the video for Stay Together for the Kids, the video for Man Overboard, the mm-hmm. video for Adam's Song. It's cool. The way that it's done is cool. Yeah. Like, it has always where the screen like splits. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was cool. So if you're, yeah, I, I can see like a little bit of emotional manipulation there because the yeah. video I think is much stronger than the song. Yeah. But don't love the song. Whenever I listen to the album, I'll skip it. I'll skip that song and I'll skip edging. So that's... I think there's 16 songs on the new album. Good God, man! There's 16 songs. Why, guys? Are, well, are there any intermissions? Untitled, like, Untitled has like 14 or 15 songs. Yeah, but it's got like two there intermissions. Might be, there might be intermissions. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's, Neighborhoods also had like Neighborhoods, the deluxe, so. the, the, the version that I like to look at with all the songs yeah. on it, because I don't know why they'd cut any of those, because yeah. uh, that has about the two, the two The last three songs on the record are... Really yeah, good. man, Fighting the Gravity is great. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why that would be like a deluxe. Song. And the last song uh, is uh, really, really good. Oh, uh, God. Uh, uh, even if she, she falls. falls in, yeah. That's good. Yep. Good song. Yeah, uh, yeah. Good song. Don't, don't love Don't the, love them. Don't love the one more time of it all. Don't love it. Yeah. Uh, I, know, I, I know people do, but I'm just like, this is. This is. Yeah. So, this is. Sophomoric. No, yeah. it's not their sophomore. Yeah. Thing, but yeah. still, it's the sophomore song yeah. on the new album. So. Yeah. Don't love it. If you like it, that's cool. I get it. I get whatever. It. I get it. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. 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 We're right. Whatever. You're wrong. <laughs> We're right. I'm right. You're wrong. I'm still. Yeah, I'm big. I, you're I'm small. St- I'm still looking forward to listening to the album when it comes out. We'll see. That doesn't mean I'm gonna like it. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Travis we'll see. Barker produced it. Oh boy. And I don't know if you know that he produced such bangers as. The last two Machine Gun Kelly albums, if I'm not mistaken, which we as we, as we all know oh are just like, you know, they're bangers, awful. They're bangers. <laughs> they're just awful. They are, they're, no, they're not. They're great. Joshua, they oh, Joshua. are great. Joshua's tree. What are you talking about? You know they're bad. They're, they're great. They're awful. They're great. Machine Gun What's, Kelly is the most underrated artist of our time. Oh my God, Josh, you're making, you're making me throw up. Yeah, yeah. Trust this, me. I hope me, this, just, me just saying that I hope this audio gets defected after you've seen that. <laughs> What's uh, next? I don't like Machine Gun Kelly at all. Um, well, Caleb, where can people find us? Because that's the, the episode. Because I refuse to go through um, these, said those these words, movies and shows, shows again. again yeah. Anyway, so I'll tell, you, I'll tell you this, people, is that I, I slimmed down my list a little bit i cut it well, down because we ran a little longer than last we ran one. we ran so long and and then and it didn't are, even matter this episode is not going to be long at all folks i'm going to tell you that 
now because I've already said what I want to say, and you can blame technology for that. <laughs> yeah. Caleb, your first movie. We didn't even say what the oh. was about. I'm we sorry. Didn't even say what it is we're doing. Oh, God. Josh is just like I'm over this. I'm over. Yeah, yeah, completely, <laughs> we totally came over here this. To talk about Blink One Eighty Two. That is it. Because it. it's the new. It's the only new thing we talked. Yeah. <laughs> so we're talking about over or underrated. underrated and underappreciated movies and television shows. Now, the criteria for Caleb is it has to have under a seventy-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, seventy-five or under. 75 and, and I gotta think under. it's like a great, 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 like and a legitimately a great movie. To me, my over or underrated and underappreciated is just the fact that you don't really hear much about these movies anymore, and you you definitely should because they're worth the watch, and they are definitely worth having a, um, a sit down watch. a sit down watch. Oh, the one thing we forgot. Real quick, The Office may be getting a reboot. Yeah, that is true, dude. That's I just saw it on my Facebook while I was while I was scrolling There's to get know, my stuff. A little bit of worry. It 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 no. is worrisome, but at the same time, original if creator, they, no, what, not Ricky Gervais, but like I believe Greg Daniels. Yes, coming back. To, if if I mean, like we said online when we talked about it, you know, what's Steve Carell doing now? Yeah, I was talking about this with some coworkers today, and like we were listing off nearly every actor in the show, with the maybe the exception exception of maybe John Krasinski. Yeah, we're like, Steve Carell didn't become a big movie star. He's not on the morning show anymore. The, yeah. That show, I mean, it's not out of the realm that he'd come back. Yeah, and they'd come up with something else. Then we yeah. were talking about like, well, is are they going to be able to make Michael Scott say similar stuff to what he was able, what he did back in the day? I was like. To some extent, but now nowadays you can't, like a protagonist, this isn't like a cancel culture thing or whatever, or PC culture thing, but in most like sitcoms show, I'm judging by like, let's say like a Brooklyn Nine-Nine, mm-hmm. which the show always, uh, you know, the characters didn't say like offensive things. Right. Um, but it was very funny. Mm-hmm. It was very, very funny. And usually they, they'd leave, if a character did stay stuff, say stuff like that, it was more of an anta- antagonist kind of character. Yeah. And Michael Scott's not that. So it's like, well, what do you do? You can, you can, you know, you can ride around it. I yeah, think. I think. He's still, it's still a, br- Steve Carell gives one of the best comedic performances of all time as Michael Scott. Yeah. And I'm, I'm It's sure, his delivery. He's still going to be like dumb to some extent, but as we saw in the finale, he looks a little, he's more matured, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously they didn't dye his hair. His, he had his natural hair color of gray, mm-hmm. Steve Carell. And he has kids now. He has a wife and kids. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there'd probably be a little bit of maturity. Yeah, there'd be some growth. So, like, character. he wouldn't be saying, like, homophobic things or yeah. or uh, racially insensitive things, probably. Yeah. There's still stuff you can get by with. People yeah. people often tell say, oh, you couldn't make Tropic Thunder now. I think you could. I think you could. You could even... There's one thing you'd have to cut out. And it's not... The Robert Downey Jr. thing. I think you can honestly do that because the way that it's using satire, making mm-hmm. fun of Hollywood, mm-hmm. it's it's actually pretty good, and most people will agree with that. The thing that's not good in Tropic Thunder is the stuff with Ben Stiller, where they're mm-hmm. making fun of mentally handicapped people. Yeah, you couldn't do that yeah. now. That's the one thing, and I don't think that would bother anybody. Yeah, cutting stuff like that. So, in the case of Michael Scott, go for it. Yeah, bring back Steve Carell. Mm-hmm. Bring back bring Rain back Rain Wilson, Wilson and yeah. you got me. And then yeah. the, I mean. Pam Beasley, uh, yeah. the Jenna Fisher, yeah. she has a podcast about mm-hmm. The Office. And so, so that, and so does... Um, and her uh, and Angela yeah. have the podcast together. Yeah. And even I believe even Kevin might have... The, the actor that played yeah. Kevin might have 
I think John. I think you could bring. You could make it work with John if you made him a guest starring character. Maybe. Like he should be able. Okay, picture it. Like Dunder Mifflin has expanded. He's doing his Wait, own thing. They've moved to Philly. They've yeah. Or so so Dunder Mifflin has its gotta, own yeah, yeah. branch wherever he's at. But it could be you could make it work. You could be to where he has to come in sometimes to talk to Michael about certain things Michael's or him be there. Michael moved to Colorado, right? With with Holly. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll just have to see. We just have to see if it works. Maybe it's like a completely different cast, and I'm like, and we'll all be very skeptical. Yeah. But then maybe it might turn out good. Who knows? Who Greg knows? Daniels. I mean, Greg Daniels. I believe was the head of mm-hmm. the office, Parks and Recreation, mm-hmm. and I believe even Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, and those are all great sitcoms. Some of the best sitcoms of all. You time. could easily, you could easily do a whole new show of The Office and not have anything to do with Dunder Mifflin you, or anything like that. With different characters. With different characters. You could, but is that what we want as as people at this point? You know, I hate to be hypocritical by saying that Blink One Two pander to its fans, but. Pander to me a little bit. The Office, I'll just a little well, bit. It's different though, because then it's again it falls into the thing of reboot versus sequel. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're going to reboot, if you're going to call it a reboot with with, well, with the terminology well, they, of reboot, they, but they they use that word for everything, right? And I'm like, I'm, at this point, I'm like, whatever. Yeah. I know, I know that's probably not what they mean, right? That's, well, that's essentially that's essentially a remake. Yeah. So. We'll see. Think, we'll see. We we'll see. we have no way of knowing. But that yeah. was a, that was one of the first big announcements after the the writer's strike. Writer's strike was was, so, was an office. They, they probably had that. The they works. had that for months, probably. Probably. And they couldn't just couldn't do anything. Just they couldn't write anything. anything. They couldn't talk about anything. it or anything. So. Okay. Let's, let's so hope that the actor that the actors get get the things that they that they ask for soon. Yeah. The actors, so that. We can, can stop making big mo- big blockbust Expendables five. <laughs> Yeah. Electric landslide. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. First now, movie. The, the, we're talking about underrated uh, movies. Underappreciated. Under, and underrated. Under, underappreciated movies. Uh, this is one that I didn't cut out because I, I feel I feel firmly about it because okay. yeah, I still think it's one of the greatest comedies of all time and it stands at a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes and that's Walk Hard the Dewey Cox story. I agree. It's great. I agree. Uh, joke for joke. I may, there, there may not be another movie that makes me laugh more. Uh, would you agree with that? Uh, I, I would. Yes, it's just great all um, around. It is across great the board. It's great. Movie. It is incredible. Um, top a top five comedy for me at seventy five percent. That's insane. Yeah, and I was talking. It's crazy to me. We were talking about whenever we recorded Sunday that it came out our, 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 the same year within like a five or four month span of Superbad and Knocked Up, and I believe even the poster said like from the pretty people that brought you Superbad and Knocked Up, yeah. and it's not like those movies. No. It's a it's an absurdist, really satirical, like parody music movie, and it does a really good job at it. Mm-hmm. I was also saying that if a parody movie can literally ruin an entire genre, mm-hmm. yep, I have a hard time yep. watching a mu- music biopic anymore because of this. So, as I was watching Bohemian Rhapsody, that was what I was thinking about the entire time was Dewey Cox. And I was like, oh come on, Dewey, Dewey did it. Dewey, uh, Freddie, Dewey has done this already. Done it and done it. He well. did it way better. Did, did it so well. Did it so well. So, so that, well. That's my first. That should be like a ninety on Rotten Tomatoes, and uh, I think it's coming. Around, I think a lot of people consider it to be one of the funnier movies that they've seen. So, what's your first movie? Can't can't disagree with that. Can't disagree with that at all. All right. So, Caleb, my first movie is a movie called Dread. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about Dread before on movies that we wish would have got sequels. It's never going to get it. We just know it's never going to. Uh, but um, 
movie has a really good Rotten Tomatoes score, uh, and by really good Rotten Tomatoes score, it has a... 80-something. 80-something. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was like an 81 or something like that. Yeah, I, I don't remember. 80s. Anyway, um, just didn't make any money. Made mm-hmm. budget back, but that's about it. Yeah. Um, Made $3 for me at Walmart. Yes, yeah, I haven't watched it. Three dollars from Walmart. I still haven't watched it. But no, it had a forty. Uh, it had a forty-five million dollar. But it says a thirty to forty-five million dollar budget. But it only made forty-one million at the box yeah. office, which means nobody went to watch it, uh, which is sad. But yeah. again, like I said, it was um, on Sunday. It came out around the time of. Yep, I just completely forgot what it came out around. Yeah, it came out in um, two thousand eleven. Yeah, two thousand eleven. Maybe. If I'm just like making up numbers right now. 2012. 2012. Sorry, 2012. Okay. I don't remember exactly what it when it came out around, I but either. I remember it came out around two movies and it was like... came out right when The Avengers came out. Yeah. I don't know if that's I true don't know or if not. that's true or not <laughs> But anyway, uh, definitely Dread is a movie that, I, again, I wish we'd get a sequel for, but we're just never going to get it and that sucks. Maybe one day I'll pull out the old DVD of it and watch it for the first time. Should. And I'll be like, I have, I'm no longer part of the problem. How dare they? How dare the people not see this? <laughs> my uh, my next movie is jerk. My next movie is uh, Nocturnal Animals. Came okay. out in 2016. Has a Rotten Tomato score 74. percent I think that's crazy. Yeah, this is one of the best movies I've seen in the last 15 years or so. Loved it. Uh, Amy Adams. Mm-hmm. Gives maybe my favorite performance from Amy Adams. Saying a lot, because just around this time, Arrival came out, and I was like, man, Agreed. she is incredible on Arrival. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of people, I think a lot of critics thought, maybe thought that Nocturnal Animals was a little too like self, self-indulgent self and self-important, but I really like the different layers of storytelling. It's uh, really compelling. Uh, a lot of a lot of mer- metaphors there, maybe a little bit on the nose at times, but I was, I was compelled by it all. Looks beautiful, great acting. It's disturbing, depressing, great score, great Jake Gyllenhaal, great Michael Shannon. Jake Gyllenhaal! <laughs> yes! It's, just, it's, 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 a, it's a complex little movie. And uh, if you like those kind of complex little movies, you should watch Nocturne Billy Animals. on the Street. Yeah, well, yeah. Why? Yeah, we talked. We talked about it on, on Sunday, and we're going to talk about it again here very soon. So. Okay. What's your next movie? Uh, my next movie is a movie called Vanilla Sky. Oh, um, we talked about it on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yep, <laughs> we did. We talked about it on Sunday. We did. Uh, the movie does not have a good critical score. It has a forty-three on Rotten Tomatoes, um, and I don't feel that is fair. I think it's fair. Um, at the same time, it is a movie that I, I understand whether you like it or you don't. Um, but the movie was marketed as like a rom-com with uh, Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz and Penelope Cruz. But it turned out to be like a sci-fi movie. Yeah. And um, Mind, Mindbender. Kinda. Yeah, made its money. Like it made more than its money back. Of course, this was when Tom Cruise was on that Tom Cruise high of everything he was in was making money. Yeah. Um, but... People either loved this movie or they hated this movie. And I'm probably in the minority of people that love this movie. Uh, I think it's got its audience. Yeah. I've, I've only seen it the one time and I, I just vaguely remember, but I remember mm-hmm. definitely not hating it. Tax apart! I, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, that was. Uh, just, 
It's when he's running through oh, the hallways okay, and okay. he's screaming, Tech support! Okay, okay. Tech support! It's a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> Very weird. Uh, but yeah, $68 million budget made $203 million. Oh, it made so it made its money, but it's just it's an underrated movie. Yeah. As you yawn because you're bored because it's the second it. time we've I'm done this. I'm bored of Vanilla Sky. I'm bored of Vanilla. I'm bored of Vanilla Sky. I'm bored of the whole damn episode already. I'm oh, kidding. Gosh, I'm oh. kidding. Speaking of bored, my next movie, <laughs> Babylon. 2022's Babylon. Gosh, how boring. Three hours. 57% on Rotten Tomatoes. God. God. So so boring. So so boring that Josh isn't even paying attention to Yeah, I'm me. bored. I'm bored. And he's on his phone texting. <laughs> <laughs> now, I love Babylon. Yeah, Babylon I think is it's, really good. I think that's quite literally insane that it has a 57% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, dude, and here's the thing. I don't understand the hate for it. I don't. I don't know what... It's extremely I, well made. It's, compa- it's compelling. It's, I don't, it's hilarious. I don't, I don't know what what part of the movie... Was, was it the elephant? Did that just turn first, people off at the very of the beginning of the movie? I don't know. Maybe I just did. don't know what it is. Well, I guess maybe some people thought it was gratuitous and overbloated. And, uh, yet again, another uh, self-important kind of movie. But I don't know. Like that, To me, this was Damien Chazelle's best like made movie, yeah. but not his best movie. Mm-hmm. Whiplash. I mean, we know Whiplash. Yeah. But I loved it. I loved every every odd turn yeah. that it made. I was never bored. No, it's me three either. hours. And I was never bored. There was some great technical. Yeah, like the scene where they're trying to like get that shot, but the sound like sound keeps getting in the way, mm-hmm. and like it takes like twenty minutes to get that scene. Yep. It's great. Yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, it turns dark. They basically like, go to hell. Basically, in the third act, yep. without Toby saying Maguire. they're going to hell. Tobey Maguire with a great little performance there. He ends great. Um, I don't know. Loved. It. I don't know what people saw. I, I mean, either I loved it. I don't know. I, th- I was like really hoping that even despite it with the fifty-seven percent that was going to get nominated for best picture no. last year. Um, but it's a, it's one of those very divisive movies, like mm-hmm. a, like a Bo's Afraid or something, where it it, uh, it got a lot of like hundreds on Metacritic, mm-hmm. but you also see some like zeros and twenties. So that's why it's that's why it's so like divisive. Yeah. Some people just really really hated it. So. Well, Caleb, I had. Um, I had <clears throat> Drag Me to Hell on my list because, in, like, I, like I said on Sunday, it was a uh, personal uh, underrating that I gave that movie when it first came out because I didn't like it. But after repeated viewings, I have come to appreciate and actually like that movie. So we're going to move on from that. Uh, you came around and you realized that how, how wrong you were. Right. So um, I'll tell you this about Drag Me to Hell, though. One, one thing is that... Um, in our office at work, we are starting a movie slash bonding time okay. to improve office morale. Mm-hmm. We're doing it every Wednesday, uh, starting this Wednesday and in, in through October. Okay, uh, and we we put similar to chat from a hat. We put movies in a in a thing. And we we pull out a movie. Okay, and the first one we pulled out was Halloween seventy seventy eight, which okay, I guess that's a great starter. But it's I good put, movie. let me tell you what I put in that hat. I tried to not put anything too inappropriate in there. For our rating wise, I put like Evil Dead Two and The Descent in there. Um, okay, but I, I put I put Drag Me to Hell in there, and I really want to pull that out. Okay, because I think it pushes those like PG thirteen boundaries, and yeah. it's kind of like legitimately scary. And I want to see yeah. people's reaction because I know a lot of people probably haven't seen it. So, uh, so Caleb, this is our third time recording something for this episode because we got 55 minutes into the episode and finished the episode and it messed up again. So folks, this is the episode that you're getting. It's 27 minutes. We get all the way to whatever we talk about. Um, Caleb, where can people find us? 
No, I'm d- I'm done. I am done recording this episode. I am done recording this episode. They get 28 minutes. Where can people find us? Well, what what's the what's next week's episode? Next week's episode is our favorite foods. We're talking about favorite foods. You said shrimp. I agreed. That was in the second take of the episode. But next week we're talking about favorite foods. Caleb, sum up what you talked about. What, I, what was on your list? Uh, did I talk about Wet Hot American Summer? No. Wet Hot American Summer, Hot American we got S- ready to talk about Super. Wet Hot American Summer and Super are super underrated. Movies. They are. The Voices um, is very underrated. The voices Go watch is super it. underappreciated. Yeah. It's very frustrating, folks. Frustrating. We don't want to. We can't recapture this magic three times. We can't do it. We're not going to. So, so I'll say this. I'll say that... Uh, as far as underappreciated movies go, Magnolia, super underappreciated. Adaptation, very unappreciated. Uh, sorry to bother you. Check that one out. Yeah, we're sorry to bother sorry you to bother with this piece again. of shit episode is what we're, uh, what we're tired and, uh, of. We're sorry to bother you And with. Annihilation, great sci-fi horror. And uh, and shows, you know, my, 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 my top one show of all time, The Leftovers, very underappreciated. Yep. Uh, so what we're going to do, folks, is we're going to put this topic back into the hat, is what we're going to do. We're going to put this topic back into the hat, and we're going to revisit it in a future episode because, number one, I hate not being able to do the episodes the way that we should and the way that we that you all deserve to have. So we're going to put this back in, and it will give us also a little more time that maybe something will come out or something that we remember um, to talk about. So we're going to put this topic back into the hat, and we're going to talk about it again in the future. We do apologize for the episode being very short um, and us not getting to talk about what we want to talk about. It's very infuriating to me. I want to throw a laptop, but I'm not going to because we need the laptop. I got some gold. Hey, they got some gold in there with that Blink-182 stuff. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> this is... We call the episode the Blink-182 yeah. episode. So it's a little... Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a little ketchup it's, of... It's mostly ketchup. And, and, and then we talk ketchup about... Ketchup and mustard and mayonnaise. Walk hard. Yeah. But we're going to put this episode back in and talk about it again at some point. Because, again, you can't just do it three times we're and try, call Right it. now, we're really trying to squeeze it out to a 30 minutes. We're at 30 minutes. And that's there what you it's go. Be. Caleb, where can people... That's a 30-minute that's a podcast, people. Yeah, that's 30 minutes. We're... Where can they find us? Where can people find us? Screw them. Just kidding. Okay, fine. No, they can they can type in chat from a hat on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and uh, you can email us at chatfromahatcast at gmail.com. Next week, uh, favorite foods. Favorite foods. That's so, right. How, 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 let's talk about let's talk strategy. Okay. How are we going to go about not allowing this to happen again, buddy? How I, I are we going to have to stop every five? We're going to use your computer. Is what we're going to do. <sighs> Good luck, well, buddy. I, I don't know. We'll just have we'll have to we'll have to figure we'll have to figure this out when we when we get there. Okay. I don't know what what it's. It's never happened. I don't know what its problem is. Like like this has never happened before. So no. Yeah. What can you do? You know. That's what you get when you get comfortable. That's what happens. We went so many episodes without checking, and then yeah, and then the podcast gods were like, "I'll show you." Yeah, I'll show you. Y'all want to get comfortable? I'll show you. No, fuck you is what they're saying. That's what they. That's it. A lot of explicit language. I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) I'm done. I'm done with this episode. (laughs) I'm done with this episode. Yeah, can't can't do it anymore. I can't. I can't. They got some good stuff in there, though. Yeah. Hopefully, it's good. This is good to have an episode like this for you people. This is our you venting know, episode is what it people, is. No, it's not, it's not it's quite not, like the movie not. theater episode. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, folks, we'll talk to you next week about food, hopefully. 
Hopefully, we'll talk to you. Yeah. If not, well, then we'll talk to you sometime. After right. every food we talk about, we will stop. Yeah, every single every fucking food. food. Actually, after every line. Every line. Actually, every word. Every, every word. You heard of Nancy just popped yes. in and said that, yeah. Yeah, every so, word. We had some really good stuff in that episode. I know, too. We I know. talked about my anxiety and my I know. pills. You can still talk about your anxiety. Hey, Josh. I have been on anxiety medicine for three months. I know, Caleb. Have you noticed a difference in I me? Have, I have noticed a difference in you, Caleb. Oh, gee golly. Oh, my. You have been very open and forward with more people. and, and You mean it? I do. Wow. Was that organic? Round of applause. Yeah. Thank you, Nancy. Nancy, Nancy, Nancy was Nancy's hands were full. Folks. Okay. We'll talk to you next week about food, hopefully. This has been Chad from a Hat. Thank you. Fuck you, bye. (laughs)